Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. Well, thanks for joining us for another edition of Your Financial Mission. Walter Storholt here alongside Janine Theus, the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors, your financial commander, serving Columbia, Howard County, and the surrounding areas. Find us online at theuswealthadvisors.com, and you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. Janine's here to give us the straight skinny on your financial plan. And uh, Janine, I know it's been a few weeks since you and I have been able to host the podcast together. Great to be back with you and looking forward to what we've got planned today. How you been? Me too. I'm, I'm great, and it's uh, great to be talking with you again. Well, we're looking forward to what we have on the agenda today. Bouncing back, you probably saw in the title, is our topic of conversation today. And this is the idea, Janine, that almost everybody, I mean, nobody's perfect. We know that. We've all made investing mistakes in particular at some point in time. Even seasoned veterans in the investing world still get tripped up and make mistakes every once in a while. So, so many people focus on, you know, not ever making mistakes, which, yeah, we want to shoot for that as the goal. But let's talk about how to bounce back from mistakes that you've made in the past and then how you can put in place framework to avoid making those mistakes again in the future. And the first way, I guess, that, Janine, somebody should react to making a mistake is figure out why. Determine the cause is step number one, right? Absolutely. Why did the mistake get made in the first place? You know, did you have enough information? Did you have too much information? Did you get some bad advice? Were you listening to the guys at the cooler comparing notes? Uh, so that would be the wrong people to listen to generally, to hot tips from your neighbors and friends. And sometimes it's bad luck. But, but I would say a lot of investment mistakes, including some that I've made way in the past before becoming an advisor, was chasing the return. That's probably the most common mistake. People get so caught up in the return, the return, the return. Well, yes, returns are important, but you have to put it in context of what it is that you're looking at and comparing. You know, back in 2000, 2001, and 2002, when there was that three years in a row where the S&P 5 and the Dow just tanked, there was a lot of, you could call it tech, technology contagion across all <laughs> these mutual funds. And I was seriously chasing returns without even realizing it. And I got burned pretty badly, and not as badly as some others, but I wasn't day trading. But that was a huge mistake. And you have to be able to step back once you make it and go and evaluate, why did I do this? Okay, I was chasing greed. I was chasing return. Now I'm not going to do that again. And so once you determine why the mistake happened in the first place, you're more likely to avoid the mistake in the future. Sometimes people will be overcautious, but that's going to help you make some decisions in the future. It's a good example, I guess, of determining the cause. In your case, in that particular example, it was chasing the return, but the cause for why you made a mistake might be something else. But it's important to identify that and analyze it. That'll help you bounce back from 
that mistake. And then another reaction to an investing mistake, if you maybe are trying to make up for lost time, maybe you've had a, a bad impact on your portfolio from a decision, well, you can do something as simple and easy as increasing your savings rate. It may sound simple, Janine, but a lot of people don't realize that that can help them recover grandly from a mistake. And that's typically what a lot of people are doing because let's face it, when you're in your 20s and 30s and you're having kids and all the money gets sucked out to life and kids and adventures that you want to complete during that time, you may not be saving enough. And then you get into your mid to late 40s, early 50s and realize I don't have enough. Now, at that point, you might be making more money than you ever have. So it really is time to start looking at the numbers for replacing your human capital, your earnings, your earning power with invested capital. So you've got to increase your saving rate at some point. And where you do that, you know, is up for debate, whether it's in a qualified plan with a match or in a, you know, personal account or a joint account. You have more opportunities, but you know, you ha- you really do have to weigh what other things are pulling away from your ability to save, like paying for college tuition. Some people can do that. Some people shouldn't do that. So you really need a, a pretty you know, strategic look at what you're trying to accomplish and try to save more because that's what's going to happen. If you haven't been saving all along, you're going to have to save more before, you know, in the 15 years before retirement. Well, I guess the, uh, the very natural evolution of recovering from mistakes and bouncing back from a past investing faux pas would then be to, you know, if you're going to increase your savings rate, it's probably also logical to then just recalibrate your goals. Or maybe this is in lieu of increasing your savings rate. If you, if you can't really increase that rate, if you don't have as much room to do that in your recovery process, what can be done by recalibrating goals to still stay on track for what our financial plan has laid out for us? Well, one of the biggest things that happened uh, relatively recently, 10 years ago, roughly, was 2008 when we had such a huge impact, a downturn in the market. People seriously had to recalibrate their goals. And that means you're going to be working longer than you'd planned. A lot of people who had planned to retire that year or the next year were not able to do so. So you, you have to build that into your plan that you're going to be working longer and hopefully you can work longer. I'm seeing a lot more people working into their late 60s and up to 70 even. But, you know, maybe you have to change your lifestyle and reduce some expenses to recalibrate. Nobody likes to do that because we all get used to living in a certain lifestyle and uh, nobody likes to reduce that. But it's really important to understand what it's costing you to live the lifestyle that you want to live and then now and later so that you'll know, can I reduce certain expenses because I may have to later. A lot of people are downsizing because you've got, once the kids leave, (laughs) you're, you know, getting a smaller house or a smaller, into a a condo or townhouse or something, but you're downsizing. That's a big part of downsizing lifestyle is downsizing the home. So that's an option. And then, you know, do you skip a vacation? Maybe not, but maybe you don't take the more expensive vacation. Maybe you do a staycation, but you're really looking at how am I spending my money And how can I offset the fact that I still need to save more for later? So depending on the severity of the situation, you will have to rethink what your plans are for the future. That's that uh, recalibration, absolutely. And then I guess the fourth and final suggestion for bouncing back from an investment mistake might be that, and, and again, this might go back to the first point of determining the cause, but you might be able to trace it back to not really having a solid financial plan in place 
to begin with. And so to fix it going forward and avoid those mistakes again, get a real plan in place. But as always, Janine, the question is, what's that real plan look like? Exactly. People are not going to know a lot of times where they're going until they know where they are, which is, it sounds obvious and common sense. But it's interesting how many people, we're not in an environment where a lot of people will do a budget. So they don't know where they are. And it's easy to make a mistake, overspend, get into too much debt. And so you don't know really how to plan forward. So one of the things I talk with folks about is assess where you are and what you're spending and things that can be cut out to start developing a plan of controlling the debt, especially bad debt, and then eliminating that and then planning or more savings. Let's figure out where you're saving and let's also figure out what other things are in place or that you need to put in place to ensure that what you've done is going to be protected. So for some people, it's possible they didn't make a mistake at all. They just don't have a clear mission statement for the money. You know, if they've lost money in 401ks because of risky investments, that might not be a problem if you don't need the money for 20 years, but you better be correcting the allocation strategy for the next 20 years because you're gonna need it then. So returns are important again, but the correct strategy for not taking risks for which you're not compensated and then understanding your cash flow is critical because the money decisions are just as important as the money itself. Well, Janine, you shared with us a little bit of a story about how you recovered from an investing mistake personally, but what does it look like in your office each week? Have you seen people walk through the door who have made investment mistakes in the past, and and what did it look like to help them bounce back from them? How did you assist? Well, one of the things I really enjoy doing is being the sounding board for decisions that can severely impact future success. So folks who have made mistakes with a lot of debt, the wrong kind of debt, not your mortgage on your house, not that kind of debt. But some of the decisions, you know, including paying for all of the tuition, paying, you know, money going out for kids, 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 which I'm all for helping your kids, but they have to have some skin in the game. So I think in our environment today, with the cost of tuition, there's kind of a wealth redistribution happening and people can easily get sucked into that and lose sight of the fact that they have a shorter time horizon to retirement. So we want them to get the proper plan in place that they're comfortable with and that they understand and then understand the mechanics of money, really, so that the plan will work long term. Well, if you've made investing mistakes in the past and haven't been able to either rebound or maybe you've been able to rebound but haven't put in the proper steps to prevent that mistake from occurring again. Maybe you haven't put any fail-safes that would protect you in the event of another, you know, 2008 kind of crisis, or maybe it was you got in trouble with uh, debt one time in the past that really dragged down your savings efforts, and you haven't put any plans in place to prevent that in the future. Uh, Janine Theus can be your sounding board, as she said, and help you work through any of those past problems, overcome them, bounce back, and put in place steps to prevent them in the future. If you want to get in touch, all you have to do is call the office, 443-718-6311, and you'll speak with Gracie, and you can set up a time to meet with Janine that way. Again, that's 443-718-6311. Always, you can get in touch online, theuswealthadvisors.com. Again, that's theuswealthadvisors.com. That's this week's podcast on bouncing back from investing mistakes. Hopefully, you find it helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, 
Google Play, and Stitcher. And uh, watch your inbox each week for notifications about when new podcasts are posted as well. Coming up on next week's podcast, we're going to talk about some of the common planning complaints that we hear. And we'll see what Janine thinks about some of these complaints. Do you have similar complaints about your current financial situation? Are they legitimate complaints? What can we do about them? We'll talk about all that next time here on Your Financial Mission. Thank you.